When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Conspiracy, the show, the world's most trusted conspiracy theory podcast, with your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Olivia Haidar. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Conspiracy the Show. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Who are you? And I'm Olivia Haidar. That makes us your hosts. And we are recording in person. Yay! We are. That's true. In the new studio setup, which no one at home would really know about. Yeah, I had one whole setup in here that has since... Totally different. Yeah, I had four tables in here with chairs, and now those are all out in the other rooms. Gone. And it's just fucking couches in here. Love it. I got to say, so far, we're just starting it out, but big fan. Yeah, it feels like an upgrade. It's definitely more comfortable. Yeah. We are talking about some shit. (laughs) Yeah, some kind of shit. Because here's the thing. An event just passed here Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles, Pasadena to be specific. Maybe you noticed... An unusual amount of unknown objects in the skies over Pasadena. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Let me just say what we went to, Alien Con. Yeah. And it's funny that you say, if you noticed all the ships over the skies of Los Angeles, because people at home, I shit you not, when we walked in. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There was a guy just standing outside looking up at the sky. And he was like, I'm just looking to see if any UFOs show up. He literally told the person that he was with, you go on inside. I'm going to just stay out here and check. Yeah. (laughs) And then proceeded to look up and stay there. Yeah. It's like, is this guy cheating on his girlfriend and he's just going to go meet (laughs) someone at Starbucks? What is happening? No. No, clearly not. Because we saw him stay there. (laughs) (laughs) He just hung out. Yeah. We tried to get press passes. Yeah. For Alien Con. Too hot for Alien Con. Yeah. They shot us down. They heard our episode about chariots of the gods and were like, uh, excuse us, Eric Von Danigan is a featured guest. We don't want you coming here on our dime. Yeah, I don't know if that's why we were rejected because we are pretty vocal about ancient aliens being some white supremacy shit. Yes. It could be that or they could have just fallen on the, well, you're not big enough. Yeah. Which, sure. That I would call bullshit on. We are actually in the <laughs> top, I don't remember if it's 1% or 3% among most followed and shared podcasts on Spotify. Hell yeah. So we do all right. So I don't, <laughs> I don't think no. I, it's well, that we weren't big enough. And here's the thing. All they had to do was be like, hey, man, sorry, you're hitting us up late. Because I even mm. I even gave them that out. I was like, it's like two days before. Right. I understand if I'm getting at you too late in the game, I'll hit you up next year. Yeah. 
they had me fill out this form and I emailed to follow up because I hadn't heard back in two days. Mm -hmm. And the person just referred me to an FAQ. (laughs) And the FAQ says, if you haven't heard back about your request for press passes, you were declined. Oh, and it's like, cool. Okay, you couldn't have just said that. Yeah, that would have been easy. (laughs) And I wrote back and said, okay, I'm definitely coming. (laughs) Because here's the thing. Tickets were $65. It's not Illuminati shit. Right. No, it's A&E shit. (laughs) I didn't know that it was A&E until all of the press pass thing happened. (laughs) Yeah, same. Because I guess I didn't realize A&E owns the History Channel. Because Ancient Aliens is on the History Channel. Right. Of course. Of course. Because it's... History. History. Right? Surely. It's what we'll be taught in our school books in this country someday. Probably. God. <laughs> I would not be No, surprised. you're not going to put anything other than the fucking Christian <laughs> true. Bible in there. Like, come on. That's true. That's a good point. So, yeah, we decided to go anyway. Yes, we did. We bought tickets. We hopped in the car. My wife came along. Yeah. And we yeah. descended upon Pasadena, California we to did. attend AlienCon 2023, yeah. 2K23 for short. <laughs> and at first, I was worried we weren't going to have that much to talk about. Yeah, well, we get there and it basically just seems like sci-fi convention almost. Right. But well, with a few more outsider vendors. We should mention when we got there, initially something else happened. Which is you turned to me. God damn it. I really didn't want to talk about this fucking story. And to paraphrase, you were like, I got a fucking knife. They're not going to let me in with this knife. Well, I, I, okay. So we get there and Olivia didn't say it like that. I did it. I almost, almost did. We get there and there's, of course, because it's a huge event with a bunch of going to it there's a security checkpoint with a bag check and a metal detector and part of my as the kids would call it everyday carry (laughs) sure part of my everyday carry is two pocket knives and a bunch of weed (laughs) and i was like i feel like they're not gonna like this stuff no, 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 I don't think we would have gotten through. With no, it. I don't. I don't think I would have. And we're having this conversation within earshot of a security guy who's <laughs> watching us where I'm like, look, I can't go through the fucking metal detector. I've got too many Just knives. guns out of our pockets and shit. <laughs> look, I have a utility pocket knife that I use for everyday uses and weed things. And I have a personal defense pocket knife that is scary looking and makes people go, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. (laughs) And so, you know, I need these things. And I don't think about them as contraband. And so. And those fascists at A&E wouldn't let us bring them into Alien Con. They they said no knives. And we said the Second Amendment. Uh, (laughs) No, we said, I guess we'll walk back to where Angie parked the car and then walk back. Fortunately, it wasn't too far. It wasn't, but I will say <laughs> it was a walk. My a- my ass is out of shape, <laughs> and that was a tough way to begin a day that was mostly <laughs> going to involve walking around. Yeah, there was a lot of walking. <laughs> so yeah, it was unfortunate, but and even though they shot me down for press passes, I'm not here to completely trash Alien Con. My favorite sure. part of any convention like that is always that 
area where the merchants set up their booths. I mean, it, that was the highlight. I mean, well, yeah, that was the highlight, like from a personal enjoyment standpoint yeah. of the day was going around and talking to the vendors because I really enjoyed going around and talking to all of these vendors. <laughs> yeah, and we, as people at home would expect, we talked to some characters. Yes. There was a guy who made CBD oil, but somehow... Oh, he somehow, was my fave. Yeah, somehow it involved the sun. Well, it was, no, more specifically, it involved a giant hollow pyramid. <laughs> yes, I guess that is that. that. they put, th that they then put the CBD, you know, mixture into with the weed and shit. And then they put it in the pyramid and he's like, the energy comes through the pyramid. I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. The energy goes through the pyramid. And he's like, other tinctures, you know, they'll be yellow, but this, it turns it a nice golden color. And he, he whipped some out and it looked like every weed tincture yeah, I made like at home. Weed. But, you know, I'm sure it was good. And I was curious about one of his other <laughs> items that he was selling. And I didn't get the chance to ask because we had to keep moving. But he was selling, um, it was a, a little Ziploc sandwich bag <laughs> full of what looked like sunflower seeds. And they had a big pink sticker on the front that said sex seeds. <laughs> yeah, they did. And I really wanted to know what the sex seeds were. I, oh, did, you got but I also didn't want to hear that guy tell me. No, he seemed... He was nice. Like, here's the thing about, and I want to be clear basically everybody that at least i talked to i don't know if you maybe talked to some some jerks but like basically everybody that i talked to was very nice there was one person who was also he was very nice he complimented my mariah carey sweatshirt mm, I was yeah wearing. i like that guy but that guy he was selling like a bunch of stuff but one of the things he was selling was Organ blasters. Yes. Which is a thing I've talked about on the podcast mm -hmm. a bunch. And I actually bought one mm -hmm. at one point and I keep forgetting. It looked like a little plastic skull. Yeah. The ones he had, <laughs> he had some that were shaped like pyramids also. And I went there kind of thinking I would maybe buy a new one to bring one to the sure. studio. Cause the one I have at home is, you know, actively keeping ghosts, demons, of and feds away as Organ blasters do. Absolutely. And he had one that was either shaped, you and I argued about this, it was either shaped like the Millennium Falcon or the Nation of Islam mothership. Well, <laughs> I don't know what that looks like. I've never seen a picture of the Nation of Islam mothership. You ever seen Independence Day? Yeah. That ship is... Well, that ship is just, the big ship is just a circle. You mean like the, the little yeah. guys? Yeah, I don't know. I don't Okay. But what, it was the fucking Millennium Falcon. <laughs> like, this what's is the thing. What's important is I picked it up and was like, oh, that's cool. That does kind of look like the Millennium Falcon. Maybe I'll buy it for Jeff as a gag gift or something. <laughs> and I was like, how much? And they said $77. Sure. And I said, that's a little more than I want to spend. And that man, fresh off of complimenting my Mariah Carey sweatshirt, went, it's not just a cute thing to look at. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I know. He, Goodbye. He was very touchy. <laughs> I got the feeling that maybe it wasn't the first time that someone had questioned <laughs> whether it was worse. And you know what? I didn't sense you any judgment coming off of you when you said that. And like, these are handcrafted items. Like, you can charge 70. That's fine. It was funny to get very touchy about it, I guess. But yeah. yeah. 
It was the Millennium Falcon, though. <laughs> it had the little cockpit off the side, right, the little round right. cockpit. I, just, I, I don't want to get the guy in copyright trouble. I don't want well, George Lucas. We're, we're not saying his name. And I'm sure, <laughs> I'm almost positive he wasn't the only person selling Oregon Blasters there. Oh, no, absolutely not. Because there were, were multiple shops centered around, just around ancient golden starships. Yes, or ancient golden jets. I think it's called the Jakara bird. Sure. I think is one of the things they call that. Yeah. And I didn't stop at any of those places because I don't really care about any of that stuff. The people that I was the most excited to talk to were the people like the CBD guy, the people who, who just had obviously just bought a booth in this convention to be like, I've got this stuff, you know? Yeah. And it wasn't even all like UFO types. Like there was an artist there i hate that i can't remember his name but he's at conventions all the mm-hmm. time and like i have these star wars candles oh the pop art guy yeah like he had that really cool painting that looked like a tootsie pop wrapper mm-hmm. that stuff was fine it had very much the vibe of like a farmer's market version of spencer's gifts a little bit yeah. <laughs> like there was just kind of a little bit of everything all over the place yeah oh the weirdest thing Speaking of copyright infringement, so we're walking around and all of a sudden a giant robot version of Wally comes rolling by and I was very surprised to see that. Yeah, I have video of some of that. There was R2-D2 also. And then there was also R2-D2 and then there's like the 501st, which is a very famous Star Wars cosplaying group, a bunch of nerds. <laughs> they were there and I'm like, I feel like the theming is totally lost here. I was not expecting to see like Disney like branded shit. It was very jarring to have like these very specific characters. Yeah. Yeah, they did seem out of place. Yeah, because like almost everybody else is there because they honestly believe in some sort of alien or occult or alternate medicine type thing. Right. So it's weird to have like cosplayers and like robot builders playing around with R2-D2 and shit. Yeah. I'm normally a sucker for those kind of situations, those like marketplace things Mm -hmm. at a con in that I'm always going to buy something. Yeah. And this time around, I didn't. There were a couple t-shirts. There was a really funny t-shirt that had a picture of a UFO on it and it said weather balloon underneath it. It was a good one. But also, I can probably get that at $6 shirts or something. Yeah, I mean. Why support small businesses? (laughs) But also, I don't know how those motherfuckers voted, you know? (laughs) This is the thing (laughs) oh man there was that one booth for the skimwalker ranch where they had children (laughs) working it and that's another thing i almost bought that That, skimwalker ranch hoodie was dope really bummed me out like really but i kind of disagree i mean if you mean from a child labor standpoint no i just that's actually where i do disagree because that happens. Like I still know if that's an environment for like that part. Yes, a child. <laughs> I'm not talking about teenagers or whatever. Like I'm talking about little kids. Yeah, it's more the thing where those kids are convinced that there is a ranch in Utah that has like wormholes to other dimensions. Yeah, that stuff it. bums me out. <laughs> it bums me out. But whatever, man. You know, and like I was kind of in a very go with the flow kind of attitude at it, just trying to asking questions, being open. Like, we're laughing now, but we weren't 
they're making fun of anybody or no. like laughing at anything. Like we were taking everybody very seriously if we talked to them. Yeah, I mean, my beef with AlienCon is ancient alien theory. Exactly. Like that's that's what I well take issue with not so much like these are just people trying to make a fucking living right like that like, i'm not there to make fun well, of and this people. is what we were saying about like you know we're walking through this and we go to a bunch of booths we talk to a bunch of people we eat some lunch and we're like is there an episode here right because neither of us you know it's fun to have a little bit of laugh about the goofballs but like is that an episode yeah I, <laughs> and i think i even said that those aren't the people I want to like make fun of. Right, on exactly. Our comedy conspiracy podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's just that's just I, regular ass people, man. Like I said, I had legitimately good interactions with basically everybody that I talked to. Yeah. There. They were all very genuine and forthright. Before we move on to the other part of our <laughs> convention experience. I would just like to shout out anyone who's planning to go to AlienCon uh, next year. Sure. If you're attending at the Pasadena Convention Center, order the chef's special. Yeah. There's only one place to eat. And yeah. It's got like six things. Yeah. The chef's special is a bottle of water and tater tots with mm -hmm. cheese and sour cream and jalapenos on them. Yeah. And it is a delight. Yeah. That was the highlight of Alien Con <laughs> for me. Yeah. I would say don't order the chicken fingers. Mm -mm. That was a bad move. They didn't even have barbecue sauce. They didn't even have. Did the fucking aliens sauce. take it? What do you mean you yeah, don't have barbecue sauce? It, it got abducted. Are they aliens? How are you selling yeah, chicken right? tenders without one of the most important components? They didn't even have ranch. No, and I don't even like ranch. Yeah. So that wouldn't have helped. But like, they were gross and tough also. So. Those tater tots, let me tell you. Yeah, the tater tots are good. They were good times. They look good. So yeah, we, we had kind of a. <laughs> A crisis on our hands. <laughs> Back to the convention. That was, yeah, we, that's actually a sponsored ad for the Pasadena Convention Center concession stand. We get fourteen fifty per one thousand listens. Hey, that. there you go. So we we did have a little crisis on our hands right. because we were like, shit, this isn't yeah really an episode. Because the other thing I was hoping they would have one of my favorite things, like at L.A. Comic-Con, which used to be called Kamikaze. I don't know why they changed that name. <laughs> or I went to when the Super Bowl was here last year. Yeah. The NFL always sets up like a NFL convention kind of thing. Interesting. The week of. And I went to that last year. And what I like as much as the marketplace thing is there's always like exhibits. Mm hmm at Comic-Con, they'll have, you know, comic book shit, like sure. Iron Man suits and things and like shit you can like look at and take pictures. Absolutely. With. There wasn't really any of that. No. At AlienCon. Not really. It was basically just a giant square marketplace. And Show me a fucking moon rock already. Come right. on. And so we're desperately scrambling at the schedule being like, we got to find something to go to other than this marketplace like we don't want to leave feeling like we've left some experience on the table yeah and if we had left at that point i don't think we would have necessarily done an episode no probably not this would have been it yeah the episode the would end. be over right because now. that's all i have to really say about the marketplace because i don't want to be overly mean to people right and that would have sucked because the tickets weren't expensive but they weren't cheap right 
like I we didn't plan it that well, but that's because they didn't promote it that well. Well, sure. I, mean, I didn't know this was happening, and I am such a conspiracy theory influencer, sure. so I don't know why I wouldn't know. But I didn't hear about this until I was watching the local news like a fucking grandpa one morning, <laughs> and they said it was going to be in Pasadena, I think, the following week. Okay. That's when I, like, started reaching out. Yeah, and texted me. Yeah, we ended up buying the tickets, I think, the day before. Yeah. So we didn't plan it out that well. You know, it was a spur-of-the-moment thing. Right. And so we get through the whole marketplace. Yeah. And we start looking at the schedule, trying to figure out, like, because there's presentations. Right. That's all all you got for variety. All, All you have is the marketplace and then you can wait in line and go sit in a room and listen to some people talk to you. Right. And that's it. So first we headed to Jupiter and Venus. I don't think either of us right. at this point have any idea what that meant. Yeah. Like it was, I mean, you know, meant. it's their cute names for their exhibition halls. Right. Basically. And like, and the lines were really long. The lines were really long. I wasn't, sure what we were even going to see in there yeah like one of them was for something about very up our alley like what does the government know about aliens i mean this sounds like a parody of a fucking alien convention (laughs) (laughs) you know it's some panel about what the government knows about aliens or something and the other one was about cryptozoology right and we're like one of these will be fine or i guess we could go To the other building, because we hadn't been to the other building. We didn't really know. The map was awful. It just showed what the names of the buildings were. Even the signs, like, it would be like Omni Hall, and it's just pointing at the ground. It's like, (laughs) no, it's not right there. What are you talking about? Right. So, yeah, we kind of got in both lines. We stood in all the lines we could stand (laughs) in. Like we wanted, I wasn't going to be robbed of that rich experience. Of course. Of standing in various lines. And you know what? The line that we settled on for as long as it was, and it was very long. It was the longest one. Right. It also went fastest. That's the thing. We kept deciding that the line we were in was too long and then unknowingly (laughs) jumping into longer lines. Just continually escalating until we're just like, yeah. well, I guess we're just here. Yeah. And now we're here and we're outside in this yeah. line. And none of us knew what panel we were even in line yeah. for at this point because we'd left the building that had the government one and the cryptozoology one. And we're like, fuck it. Let's go see what's in the other building at least <laughs> before we yeah. leave. And so we get there and there's a big line. And so we're like, I guess we'll stand in this line. It, the line was huge, but it was a. Also a huge auditorium. So that was promising. And it seems like we're really hammering home how random it was that we ended up in this specific line. If not, I'd like to drive home. I really would because we there's a twist coming. Yeah, we had no idea (laughs) what the panel was for, who was going to be on it, you know, and what it was going to be about. And we're not going to ask anyone around us. Because I don't think any of us wanted to talk to anyone who was. Well, I also didn't want to get called a poser. No, of course. Some guy that owns property in Roswell or something. I wouldn't talk to anyone who was around us, but I will say, and this is this is so embarrassing. There were so many women who were my type there. As I'm walking through, I'm like, oh, there's a huge weirdo. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah, there's a really depressed weirdo. Cool. Hey, how's it going? Cute. <laughs> and, like, it would have been a disaster. <laughs> so we're standing in this line. Yes. We're outside. Yeah. It's a huge auditorium. People are pouring in. The line, okay, so when you're standing facing the building, the line starts going around the corner of the building and disappears and then reappears coming back around right. the corner of the building to the doors. So it was so you, long. You don't really, I mean, I guess we could have walked well, up and checked, yeah. but you don't really know what's around that corner. Yeah, that you, be... you just know that it's really long. <laughs> you don't know exactly how long because it was part of it's a mystery. And speaking of mystery, I know we could have just walked up and seen how long it was, but I think the thing that kept us from doing that was probably the alien line corralling technology that they had in place. <laughs> okay, so so as the line moves, it's, you know, because it's one of those theme park ride lines that, like, snakes around. Yeah, it starts to move in, and it takes several minutes before anyone that we can see on our side start moving. Right. And we get down there, and it goes down a stairwell with a handrail. There's a railing between. Yeah, you. You and go, people are going up one and down the other. Right. You go down and then around. Circle around. And then back up this ramp but to get in. Because of how the shape of the line had formed, apparently, during the waiting period, people were for no reason whatsoever still maintaining the elongated walking line. like 15 to 20 feet out of the way yeah with no barrier because the railing ends and yeah. as i'm going down i was like oh we should just turn right it's, now it's just very like, funny for a group of people who probably including myself all consider themselves free thinkers and <laughs> like it will never be as funny to the people listening as it was to it's us and that men in black looking gentleman who <laughs> only one other guy kind of yeah, noticed <laughs> who heard me bust the alien technology joke because it was like we were all just walking around this invisible barrier <laughs> was, for no it was reason. So funny. It was such a funny human psychology moment. Be funny if I tried to turn right and it just did that thing where it's like <laughs> says brought to you by Skinwalker Ranch when it buzzes. You said someone looked like it might be like. Literally, there were like four or five guys cosplaying as men in black, cosplaying as federal agents. Yeah, I don't cosplay or as whatever. A fucking fed. It's so weird. What a confused mythology. So we make our way into this auditorium. Still not really sure what we're going to see. But we notice it's a big hall. Right. It's way bigger than either of the rooms that we were waiting for. And we sit kind of in the back. For obvious reasons. Of course. We sit as close to the exit as we're yeah. able, basically. Like, this is an alien con convention. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sitting on the aisle, please. Yeah. <laughs> I it's not going to be a super liberal crowd. So I, I shit be, could jump off in there. Yeah. want to be able to get out as fast as I possibly can. And so we're sitting there waiting for this presentation to start. And there's a video screen. And all it says is alien con 2023. We didn't really know what no, we were no. about to see. Again, still, no preface of get ready. I mean, until, you know, the show starts or whatever. And so they finally come out, and this panel that we randomly stumbled into yeah. as a last-ditch measure to find something to talk about on the show. 1,000% accident to the point that I said, I honestly would rather not see blank. 
<laughs> right. So the first person who comes out is the moderator, and yeah. he's an executive producer on Ancient Aliens. Right. And I'm like, fuck off. I don't okay, care. Some guy. That's nothing. Yeah. This and whole then, thing is like brought to you by Ancient Aliens. Yeah. And then I also didn't get my hopes up when the next guy came out. I didn't even write his fucking name down. <laughs> he was described as Robert Downey Jr.'s spiritual guru. And it's like, I don't think you're doing that good. Yeah. Like Robert I mean, Downey Jr. seems like a little bit of a mess. Yeah, maybe he's Robert Downey Jr.'s career advisor. <laughs> and so I didn't give a shit about that. No. But then. But then. David Childress, who yes. people at home who are familiar with Ancient Aliens know, he is a mainstay on that show. Yeah. He's written a whole bunch of books. So I was like, oh, shit, that's cool. And then. Yeah. The Aliens meme guy himself, <laughs> yes. Giorgio fucking Sukalos. Yes. Comes out. And I'm like, oh, man, we are at the panel. <laughs> yeah. And then, God damn it. Ugh, this they was... say there's one more person coming out. Not for a brief second. I was like, please bring out an alien. Please was... bring out an alien. But even better, <sighs> they bring out Eric Von Daniken's Nazi ass. My God. I still can't really believe it. It's like when I saw Springsteen and he brought Neil Young out to play Rockin' in the Free World. And I was like, what but, is happening? But like the inverse of that. <laughs> right, kind the, of, the, yeah. the total opposite feeling. Because, I mean, obviously I was like, well, we obviously have an episode <laughs> now. Like, yeah, I was like, we are for sure going to have some stuff to talk about. <laughs> but also I'm like, oh no, I'm in the same room as Eric Von Daniken. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and they, they were, like, selling pictures. Like, you could take pictures yeah. of Giorgio Sukulos. It's like, yeah. I'm not having that pop up on my social media 15 no. years from now when people finally figure out what Ancient Aliens really is. It's so fucked up. Oh, man, I kind of freaked out a little bit. Not in a good way when Eric Von Daniken came out. Yeah, it's like, is this a trap? I'm Holy like, shit. oh, no. <laughs> but also, this is the panel. These are all of the heavy hitters that they advertised from the Ancient Aliens world on one panel so you know that it's gonna be interesting and it was right off the bat the first thing that happened i don't know if you recall but i took detailed notes because yes. you weren't allowed to film right you weren't allowed to record and i'm i bless you for your detailed notes because i can remember the event but like to say what happened in what order i don't think i possibly could it's a blur of just a bunch of overlapping, mildly worrying voices. <laughs> and the first of those worrying voices was Giorgio Sukulos, who, mm. as it turns out, has definitely heard your concerns, America, about ancient aliens being racist. <laughs> because at various points, he'd be like, is that racist? And it's yeah. like, yes! Two separate people, <laughs> two separate people on a four-person panel. Let's wait before we get into the full details of the other one. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else. I'm just saying two people made those kinds of jokes to the same response. Yes. Applause. Fucking seals. <laughs> so the first person to speak is Giorgio Sukalos. Yeah. And yeah, I took notes. I wasn't even sure if I was supposed to do that. Whatever. But I had my phone down you and know. I think they were just looking for people who had their phone up. Exactly. Giorgio Sukalos, he talked about panspermia. And yes. Right away, I was like, sperm. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I mean, like, they say that word a lot. 
They said it a whole lot. That seems to be the new hotness as far as like the scientific sounding word for this absolute bullshit. Yeah, because if I grasp correctly and I'm, you know, just spitballing here going off the top of my head. So if there's any panspermia experts listening, fuck off. (laughs) It seems like the general idea of panspermia is like something just floats down from the heavens. Sure. And lands on Earth. And that clash. Yeah. Leads to life. It's like, have you seen Ridley Scott's Prometheus? Yes. Which is a great movie. And it begins with panspermia. It begins with an alien coming down to Earth and drinking a thing and then dying. Oh, And okay. then becoming life, basically. Now that would be direct panspermia, Yes, right? which is, they make very clear, it's a different thing than it just being random, I guess. And that's what Giorgio Tsoukalos wanted to talk about. Right, that's it? what he believes in. Direct panspermia. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's a scientific... I'm not good, I mean, it's a fake scientific term. It's not like it describes a real event, but yeah. Oh, man, more like pangisia. <laughs> Am I right? Because that's like a slang for sperm. Right. So, yeah, he talked about that for a bit. And then Eric Von Daniken basically did 15 minutes of (laughs) stand-up comedy. Eric Von Daniken. I'm not going to say that Eric Von Daniken had just taken cocaine before coming (laughs) on stage. End of sentence. Yeah. Uh, I would would never (laughs) say Eric Von Daniken was under the influence of any stimulants. No, not at all. But... He liked to talk. He sure did. And he liked to talk a lot. And he liked to talk when at least once, might have happened more than once, a question is directly addressed to one of the other panelists and Eric Von Daniken just answered it. It was great. (laughs) It did happen twice because the first time it happened, the audience was just like, oh, just let that old coot talk. Yeah. And then because it happened to the same person. Right. Like Eric Von Daniken for a minute just thought his name was William because fucking Iron Man's advisor at the end (laughs) of the line was named William. And the moderator asked William a question and Eric Von Daniken took it. Yeah. And then when Eric Von Daniken got done talking 45 minutes later, (laughs) the guy tried to ask William another question. Uh-huh. And Eric Von Daniken was like, William, yeah. that's me. Eric and then Von... everyone laughed. Yeah, yeah. Now, Eric Von Daniken's answers to these questions, did they make sense? No. No? No. They didn't no. make any sense? They were wild. <laughs> he really did just kind of seem like he was rambling yeah. a little bit. He domineered the panel, basically. He sure did. He talked about religious texts a lot. Yeah. He is insistent. That because the Bible says God needed a vehicle, mm-hmm. he's like, well, my God doesn't need a vehicle, yeah. so they're talking about something else. It's like, damn, that's you Wait. built an entire industry on that leap? <laughs> well, and that story that you're talking about, that's a story that took place when he was in Catholic school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, when he was young, and he's <laughs> just, that's what his whole life has been based on. That and lies. He was never young. It's hard to believe. (laughs) I bet he was probably pretty old when Chariots of the Gods came out. It's very funny that Chariots of the Gods exists and has been thoroughly debunked in every possible way 
that it could possibly be debunked. And yet A&E Entertainment hires this man (laughs) with no Nazi ties to come be just a casual panel at their fun, goofy alien convention. Eric Von Daniken was a question on Jeopardy not too long ago. Was he really? I texted you when it happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The answer was Chariots of the Gods. Right. Eric Von Daniken's name was in the question. That documentary got nominated for an Oscar. It did. That's crazy. It was huge. We talked about it in the episode. And it was all bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did a whole episode on Chariots of the Gods. His theories have evolved, though, since then. Oh, yes. But we can't talk about Eric Von Daniken the whole time as much as he would like it (laughs) if we did. Because we also have to talk about David Childress's bit about Bigfoot. Oh, that was so weird. He said some of the weirdest things I've ever heard about Bigfoot (laughs) in my life. At one point, he says Bigfoot is like us, but doesn't have speech ability. It's like, man, you're describing every animal. (laughs) Oh, my God. The Bigfoot thing, I didn't understand why we were all of a sudden talking about Bigfoot. No clue. What it had to do with anything. He also said Bigfoot doesn't eat cooked food. Oh, yeah, that was... Who does besides us? Yeah, like, that's a big part of our whole thing. Like, there's dogs out there fucking pan-frying the scraps they find on the street. He's thinking about, like, the dragons on Game of Thrones. (laughs) That's why they breathe fire, because they need to cook their food. Yeah, they they like a seared steak, you know? (laughs) Honestly, listeners, if anyone has an example of an animal that needs to cook their meat, please let me know. And some nerdlinger is going to reply and be like, actually, there's a... With what? I would like to know. I really don't think there is one. I mean, needs to cook. Like, we need to cook. I mean, it would be weirder if it was an animal that just liked to cook. (laughs) Science has no idea why this happens. Yeah, it's like when, like, dolphins kind of seem to assault women for fun. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like, we have no idea why. It's some weird thing. It's just their thing. It's just their thing. (laughs) It's just what they're into. Let's name a football team after them. (laughs) Look, dolphins are great. I got nothing against dolphins. Did you catch any of Iron Man's neocortex activated (laughs) stuff? That seems to be a big deal. Just the idea that the neocortex represents... Like, consciousness, I guess, in this theory. Like, none of this is rooted in real science. But, like, you know, the idea is that when our neocortex is activated, which I guess means we evolved it or yeah, that what? Sound, I don't that know what that sounds, means. Sounds like evolution. Yeah, but, like... And I think he's suggesting that, no, aliens came down and did that. Sure. They, like, fucking... They, like, flipped the switch. Put the key in, turned yeah. it, yeah. And gave us a neocortex, but, like, I don't know that that's true. (laughs) I'm going to say I doubt. You know, press X to doubt. It's a video game meme. (laughs) So, uh, Eric Von Daniken was just, he was throwing spaghetti at the wall to see if it sticks. Maybe he went to go see his doctor earlier. I don't know. Dr. Feelgood, maybe he still goes to see Dr. (laughs) Feelgood. He's still in business, but just for Eric Von Daniken. He said there are two kinds of people, religious and science. And it's like, yeah, listen to our Lost podcast. Sure, of course, course. man of science, man of faith. He said Neanderthals and humans were not the same. That's true. True, sure. He also brought up the Hobbit people of Indonesia. And I'm sure that's not an offensive way to put that at all. Yeah, I couldn't tell if he was referring to, like, people who we would 
called pygmies, but I don't know. It was very unclear. Obviously, anything having to do with race was extremely loaded. Yeah, because this is the point where after Giorgio Sukalos gives this impassioned plea for oh God. the <sighs> believers of the Bible and evolution and believers of ancient alien theory, his thing is, well, it's it's all correct and we just need to meet in the middle. It's like, I don't think that's actually where you're it going. It actually can't be all correct. Yeah, that's... Unfortunately, they're very incompatible. And... After that, Eric Von Daniken goes off on this spiel and he says, and I know we're not supposed to say this word, yeah, but race. And man, did a palpable tension fall over the room when Eric Von Daniken least, said the word race. Or at least our row. Yeah. <laughs> I know I, I tensed up. I think I audibly gasped. I, I tensed up. When he said, and I know we're not supposed to say this, because I'm like, oh, no. I was actually, honestly, <laughs> a little relieved when it was just the word race. Yeah, because he said, like, some nonsense. Yeah, and he was just talking about it in, like, a D&D term, too. It was kind of weird. Like, like when he was talking about how giants... Wait, was it him who exclaimed that giants were real? I want to say that was David Childress. Yeah, yeah. I just remember that being a big moment. Well, because he had that whole thing about how people are actually getting smaller. Oh, that was fucking bizarre. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that part until just now. Holy shit. Because I believe science says the opposite. It's absolutely from based on the archaeological evidence the opposite. Yeah. And I could tell that's a hill he will die on. He had <laughs> a whole speech planned for this topic and i'm like this topic <laughs> yeah he was he was fired up i don't remember any of the details of it because it didn't make any sense to me at the time and so my brain couldn't retain it yeah that felt like the moment where everyone else at the table was like david's changed <laughs> guys he used to be cool what's he become very animated and of course eric von daniken was like oh remember when eric von daniken mentioned destroying the israelites Yes. And I was like, man, in that accent, that sounds bad. That sounded very bad coming from Even though he was EVD. not talking about, like, he was talking about, like, biblical stuff, but, like, it also felt vaguely anti-Semitic anyway. He kept claiming that he was Jewish. Something like that. That was really weird to me because he's definitely not. Yeah, I couldn't tell if he was, like, claiming he was was Jewish or just because that's a weird defense against anti-Semitism. It sure is. And I don't know if it's going to play out for him. Call that the George Santos defense. <laughs> I don't know. He kept referring to our Jewish faith. And I think maybe what he actually meant was like the collective Ju Judeo-Christian. Right. Or Judaism. Maybe. Sure. But it really felt like he was trying to say that he was Jewish. But I looked, and first of all, I knew that he was born a German Catholic. But also, I looked to see if there had been updates, and I was not able to find any information about it. Yeah, I forgot the part from David Childress's thing about people getting smaller. 
Remember when he said it's because of war and he like, yes. Oh yes. That's the whole thing. That was his, that was the center of his whole argument. Now it's coming back where he's like, yeah, because think about it. We've had so many, this guy, first of all, talk about definitely not on any sort of substance. (laughs) Like we've had nonstop war throughout our history. And who do we send to fight the war? the tallest, the biggest, and the strongest of our society, they go out and fight and die in the war. And that's why we're getting smaller. And it's like, what does this have to do with anything? It didn't have to do with any of the things that he was responding to, but it was definitely, it was entertaining. I didn't understand a single <laughs> word of it. But, man, I remember that now. Because that's what he's saying, like, you know, the Giants, man, the Giants, I'm making them sound like fucking Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. He sounds like Shaggy. The Giants. That's his whole vibe. But yeah, what a... We're getting sore, man. <laughs> and look, I feel bad about making fun of any vendors at the marketplace. I don't feel bad at all about making fun of any of these motherfuckers who yeah. make so much goddamn money on this awful bullshit. And it was such a preaching to the choir <sighs> situation, Sucked. which that's the thing. Like, if that is why we didn't get press passes, I, I mean, know. this is the thing. Like, that's why I said it might be the cherry to the gods thing. But honestly, <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they weren't accepting anybody. We walked past the A&E press check-in desk, and it seemed pretty slow, gotta say. Yeah, that is true. And yeah, like, Giorgio Sukalos, he kept going back to that kind of talking point. He's just a fucking showbiz guy. Everything he said rang so fucking fake. Me, I don't believe for a second that he actually believes any of this shit. Yeah, everything he was talking about just seemed so disingenuous. He was kept, you know, egging for applause and shit. Yeah, at one point he said, "Who's insulting who?" Yeah, did you see the thing when he came out? He like switched two of the name tags, so he was sitting in a different spot. Oh yeah, what was that about? I, I don't know. It, people laughed, so maybe it was a joke about him wanting to sit between Eric and someone else. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's got, like, beef with David Childress. Maybe. I don't know. Differing opinions on And you know what? I don't care about that at all. I care about what they're saying at this bullshit thing. (laughs) Yes, but also this was around the point where I stopped caring about what they were saying at this bullshit. Yeah, well, I mean, they talked for a... I didn't look at the clock, so I wasn't sure. It could have been 10 minutes. It could have been an hour that we had been listening to them just kind of free associate about various topics relating to ancient aliens and things of that sort. And then they got a Q and a right. Well, Giorgio Sukalos brought it home talking about bottlenecks and yes, evolutionary, evolutionary bottlenecks and how <laughs> we've survived two of those uh-huh. and that a third one is coming. Sure. And that we might not survive that one. And I took that opportunity just because people had been applauding at the weirdest points throughout the night. (laughs) When he said we might not survive the third one, I just started clapping. (laughs) And no one joined me. It was weird. But it seems like his opinion is that we survived those because aliens came down and helped. And now they're not going to because we're not nice anymore. Sure. Because we're mean to the ancient alien theorists. He he made a couple of... Right and left, they just need to come together, man. He said that a few times in addition to, like, talking about, like, religion and science coming together. And, like, 
facts, but I don't want to hear that from him, especially because of that documentary we covered a while back where the guy was like, no, you can see it in a person's DNA if they're like extra enhanced yeah. from aliens. And maybe people who've been impacted by them deserve some reparations and also genocide. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I find the whole ideology such a bummer and it's so obviously just money for him. Yeah, I don't know. Like, he'll just go with whatever bullshit theory that anyone wants to come up with. I've never really watched Ancient Aliens. I'm going to say that now. I've only watched maybe a full... No, I don't think I've ever watched a full episode. I, at one point, had seen it all, but that was like 18 seasons ago because there's <laughs> right. like 75 seasons of this show. It's I been have going... no idea how. Yeah, it's been going for so long. Every episode, I have to imagine, is... The exact same. I have to imagine that every week they just air the same episode. Well, we, meaning me and Laura Crawford, at one point tried to do like what I, you and I did. With I the remember. Jesse Ventura thing. Yeah. And we got like a few episodes yeah. in. And it's like, it's just going to be the same thing every fucking time we talk about yeah. this show. We gave up. Yeah. And also it's like all white supremacist shit. Yeah. It yeah. sucked. There was that. Uh, but yeah. It was a weird event, man. The energy in the room was weird. Yeah. And then there was the Q&A. Right. And then there was the Q&A. We both kind of were like, oh, oh, yeah. this is where it's yeah, really I, beginning. I fastened my seatbelt when the, they announced that was happening. The event has finally begun. <laughs> this has all been like the 20, like at the movie theater, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not even the trailers. It's just like the little ads beforehand. And it was such a weird mix of like... Mm -hmm. People coming up and being like, thank you for everything you've done for yeah. society. And it's like, people, it's a TV show. Yeah, what have they done? <laughs> what have they done for society? And then there were also people who were asking questions, but in that way where they either knew what the answer was going to be or they were like trying to impress everybody on I, stage. Honestly, I don't know if anybody actually ever asked a Question. Like they would always say, I've got a question. And then they would ramble for a little while. Yeah. And then they would stop talking and expectantly wait. <laughs> it was a lot like the Chris Farley sketch <laughs> where they'd be like, remember when you and John Lennon wrote that song? Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> like those are the kind of questions people were throwing out there. Right. Multiple times the panelists. And again, these are four people who are fucking nut jobs. had to be like, I'm sorry, I didn't understand your question. <laughs> yes. And it was the only time me and that panel really agreed on anything. <laughs> yeah. I also uh, did not understand most of those questions. There were some like, and I've talked about this on the show before. There was a guy who was talking about, I was genetically modified and like, I've got microchips under my skin and I'm like, oh my God, I really hope that guy's okay. And he because... was, he was also the one who was like in the aliens, they have a message right. that I'm supposed to deliver, which is that they're not coming here to harm us. And I was like, that's what the aliens who are coming here to harm us would say. That's what they would do through your psychically hijacked body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if that's true, that was an alien inside uh, yeah. him. Probably. I don't know that I trust that yeah. from that source. But yeah. also, like, yeah, that part was awkward yeah, and a that, little sad. That was that was a bummer. It and really I bet that out. happens every fucking alien. It has to. They do. And what did they say? Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for your courage. Thank you for your courage. Now, please don't go and cut your skin open trying to dig the microchips out. Right. Oof. 
Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. Remember the guy talking, what's the record the guy kept bringing up? And like, oh, the Akashic record. Oh, that was so funny. Oh my God. So this guy had this really long rambling question comment thing about like how. About AI. About AI. Hacking or using AI to access. The Akashic record. The Akashic record. And for people at home who don't know. The Akashic Record is a collective psychic history of the entire species' consciousness that supposedly exists in the ether, literally A-E-T-H-E-R of the world, like in the occult sense. Right. And so basically it's a library of all human existence. And he's saying, yeah, like the way that we use AI to like search for porn on the cloud, can we use AI to access the Akashic Record? And he said that, and then they were like, I'm sorry, we we didn't understand. You know, they would kind of talk a little bit. They weren't doing the, we didn't understand what you were saying, but they did keep saying over and over, having him repeat Akashic Record. And he yeah. said it like four times, and then Giorgio was like, oh, you mean the Akashic Record? <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah, that's what I've been saying. <laughs> Like everyone except the panel heard him say Akashic Record a million times. It was really funny. (laughs) And that was another of those questions where when he finally spit it out, it was just like, what do you think of that? Yeah. And they were like. I don't know. Can we get yeah, out of let's here? Improvise. Yeah, like that's the thing about the Q and it was it was like every bad Q and A yes. thing that you could do in a row, <laughs> one after the other. There was the girl who was like, "Um, I am new to the show. I was sick recently, so I caught up on Ancient Aliens, oh, and I'm learning her. about all this. And I was just wondering if you'd ever." thought about talking about the impact of hallucinogenics on the human brain and evolution and that sort of thing and they were like yep we've done that yeah (laughs) she made it clear that she hadn't watched the entire show yet and she didn't even say have you ever thought about it was almost kind of like well why haven't you talked about hallucinogens and psychedelics like that's a thing that people talk about in terms of aliens all the time and they were like we did. They named the episode. Yeah. That's such a desperate plea for attention. Yeah. To I, be like, how come you're not talking about psychedelics, even though I haven't seen the whole show? I kind of feel like maybe she was on psychedelics <laughs> at the time. Seemed maybe. like she was really into it. So that was a funny one. And then there was, let's see, who were some of the other good questions? There were no good questions. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, like standouts. I'm trying to remember. We did record audio of... Not to say we did. But what? I didn't. We didn't. I, di- I didn't record any audio of anything. But you we know, were... it's not like anything that we could play in the episode because that would not be good. No. But we could access the Akashic record <laughs> and like yeah. go back and watch and then maybe yeah. do a separate episode where we attempt to answer all of those questions. You know, Juji Ito, uh, sure, go the on. famed horror manga artist, uh-huh. he did a really great story that involved the Akashic Record. It was just really good. Didn't that sort of come up? I have something along those lines in the notes. Okay, I didn't. I don't remember Junji Ito. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, what a time! It was wild. I just can't believe that we stumbled into the fucking panel with Eric Von Daniken. Yeah, and he was a maniac. Yeah. He was everything that I thought he would be. Yeah, it, it would be like going to a music festival and they don't tell you who's on what stage. Right. And you just like randomly see the headliner. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. 
because it could have gone so many other ways. Yeah, it could have been awful. But I we would, might not be having an episode. But because of the celestial intervention <laughs> of our alien overlords, everything worked out. Yeah. And we got a whole episode out of our trip to Alien Con. We, we should just watch Prometheus. I mean that would be good. Even if not for an episode, we should just fucking watch Prometheus. Fuck yeah. It's a good movie. It is. It to me just is a total annihilation of ancient alien theory as something that is desirable or interesting or yeah. it's just like, <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Aliens made us. And then what? <laughs> right. Oh, right. it turns out maybe that's awful. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's our episode, right? Do we have any final thoughts? Would you go back to alien con next year? Maybe. I, I feel like I've gotten everything that I that's, need. I feel like it's going to be like Ancient Aliens in that you go back next year. Right. It's be pretty much the same. It'll just be a different Q&A. Right. And maybe. 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 And I don't know if that's worth the price of admission. But for the one time, it was interesting. I enjoyed the marketplace a lot. Yeah. I mean, if you're into alien stuff. Yeah. Sure. If yeah. it's in town. Even if you don't believe in any sort of alternative healing or whatever, like any sort of occult or alternative thing that you can think of. If you have an interest in it at all, like as a curiosity, that's basically the most concentrated different kinds of that energy that you can get in one place. Yeah. But it's all sponsored by A&E, which is so fucking weird. Oh, should we just get a booth there next year? Fuck. You know we should get a booth. At AlienCon next year. Adam. We would get murdered in the parking lot, but we should absolutely try to get I booth. I would actually be it. That would be fun. <laughs> I think we might. I think that would be really fun. Yeah, we'll keep our eyes okay. peeled. Okay, I mean, if the fucking 501st can... They're just a, they're cosplayers. <laughs> Come on now. Either that or we'll just get concession stand jobs and then quit no. at work that day. I'm good. <laughs> Not even for a joke. <laughs> true no unless like you get like 50 dollars an hour working there <laughs> and i doubt it free chef's combo that's all you get. <laughs> so chef special sorry yes so i think that's our episode yeah we did it we did do it we did go to alien con the that's thing what the, it was like the things we do for you people <laughs> oh man <laughs> You better thank us. Olivia, thanks so much. Do you, we have anything to plug before we get out of here? <sighs> I mean, not really. You can find me on the dying website, twitter.com, at hi there, hi dar. Other than that, I don't care. We're about to record the season finale of the Lost Podcast. Yes, that's it. Which means the Lost Podcast will be out publicly Fuck soon. Yes. yes. And uh, if you're not a subscriber and haven't been listening to the Lost Pod, now you'll be able to. And you should. Without even giving us any money. Season one's ending. And you know what? You know the cool thing about season two? Fucking owns. Yeah. Season two of Lost. I'm is really so good. excited to start watching Lost season two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, check all that out. And uh, I think that's it. Let's get out of here. Olivia, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. People of Earth, your planet is about to be destroyed.